You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. What video are you showing us? Okay, so this came out a little while ago, but it's hilarious. Um, obviously, he doesn't really, although he did go on a hunt. Did you see that? Uh-uh. A turkey hunt. That's uh, fishing. He went on a turkey hunt. We're talking about Theo Vaughn, but he went on a turkey hunt. But he's not like a hunter. That Obviously, he's funny. a stand-up comedian. Yeah. But when he had a, it, was him he's and like, Caleb Presley went on that turkey hunt with uh, who did he go? With? Waddell. Waddell. He said like, <laughs> didn't he say like, who's the other team? Who's the, <laughs> who, who are you competing? It's against? like they were paintballing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then Michael Waddell's like, let me maybe I could. Take that gun away, back away from yeah. it. <laughs> Caleb Presley got one. He didn't get one. But, gotcha. Uh, so he comes out with this short video talking about deer hunters and what they do to harvest. Obviously, he, you know, he's a comedian, but him explaining it is hilarious. So I wanted to play it for you guys and get your reaction. Um, I can't wait for this. And, uh, yeah, this is good stuff. Because the crazy thing about deers, if you're trying to shoot a deer, this is, dude, when you think about the things that hunters go through, that hunters go through to try and shoot a deer, first of all, nope. they go and get another deer to in a jug, okay? <laughs> Which I think is insane, you know, unless you're trying to get that deer to play football for you or something and you don't trust it and you don't trust some of its workout methods. Got to but they deer. get a deer to in a jug then they take that that wee wee and they go and they sprinkle it out sprinkle so another it. deer will come will smell it and show up then when that deer gets there they shoot that deer what what <laughs> why are you doing all of that i say man to man get out there get a knife get two knives get a knife and a spoon a knife and a spoon you want to fight a deer quit you quit hiding from 700 yards away dude they had a man the other day shot a deer in albuquerque new mexico he shot it from el paso <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy with these long range scope scope pistols and weaponry scope pistols get out there and get a knife get a fork and get out there and <laughs> shooting a deer from three states away come on Come on. Grow up and be an adult and, and learn how to kill an animal and be a proper hunter. <laughs> you're playing tree houses, what you're doing. <laughs> and then finally at the end of the week when y'all tired of each other and y'all all out of beef jerky, y'all shoot a deer with a scoped rifle from 900 feet away. Get out there now like a real man and fight feet. a deer the old-fashioned way. <laughs> get a knife, get a spoon, and get out there and see who's who. You know, I just, I don't know. Some of it seems, and also I'm not a hunter. <laughs> you know, I'm not a hunter at all. I'm more of a, you know, I'm more of the hunted. You know, I got beat up when I was growing up by these That's two redheaded the, twins. The kind of, I like, yeah, also I'm not a hunter, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I really want to hear his take on duck hunting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'd like to take him duck hunting. Oh, for sure. Although, <laughs> he, he just he'd have to sit down and not hunt. Yeah, I he's just, just there. For, just want him there for commentary. Yeah. Oh no, for exposure. If you put him on your end and put him on the end, when he goes to swing, yeah, 
Take them. Take what? <laughs> Where's the other team? Where are we going? Where's the other team? Uh, never get over that. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I saw. I don't know who sent it to me. Probably Brandon or something. But yeah, is hilarious. That's who do we got on the podcast today, Pat? Well, if you've never seen this gentleman, might have talked to him a few times. Well, uh, Derek from the call center uh, worked at the store. He's been. At Roger, are you over ten years now? Aren't you? Yeah, all, yeah. all three of us are. Dang. Yep. Me and Derek started like the same. Shoot, day. we can't get fired. We're, we like, got tenure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah, For we real. Were, I started the day after Derek did. You did? Yeah. yeah. We interviewed on the same day. I started on Halloween in 2011. You started the day after him. You interviewed on the same day. Mm-hmm. Would well, yep. you not put a comma at the end of your sentence? And he started. He got <laughs> one day on you. <laughs> they just didn't want to have two misspelled new hires. as misspelled Chandler. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy didn't want to have two new hires on the same day, so he just split us up. <laughs> two day. I swear, I split them up. Well, and I think they. I got the Sunday Monday, and Derek had like the Sunday Wednesday. Oh, off that the was. Back when we I had, had Sunday Monday the, off. Oh, you had Sunday Monday yeah, at for the beginning. School. Yep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Maybe I had the other one. Yeah, yeah, the old rotation, the old rotating schedule. Oh yeah. Not rotating, but everybody had a different day off, and now we obviously everybody's on the same schedule. Yep. It actually is easier though, because you just know you're staffed. To like, I don't have to worry about who's off. Yeah. And now we all get to hang out together on Sunday, Monday. Oh yeah. Oh Sunday. No, yeah. For I'm you, still, I'm still here and on Chandler, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Yep. Get the weekend. Which is when everybody invites me to do something. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. we're having a shindig on Saturday. Copy. I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Like everybody's birthdays. Every you know, I'm off on Mondays. I'm gonna tell you. Um. So yeah, Derek is here. He's been with Rogers forever. You, if you've been to the store, you've probably seen him before back in the archery shop. He might have tweaked on your bow a little bit. Yeah, the old bowmaster, and uh, and now he's taking all your monies, <laughs> yeah. and you're placing your orders. Or if you got a problem, you can call up here and probably talk to him. Ask for Derek. Yeah, I can't figure out how to tie my boots. Well, and you'll figure it out. I don't know about that, but. Loop, Almost swoop, and pull. Loop, swoop, and pull. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit uh, goes around the tree. Mm-hmm. Were you, was that what yours was? I don't remember. I don't know how it was taught. I remember you know hearing that a bunch, because everybody's got, got it the time yeah. yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I probably had Velcro until I was 13. Do you oh, talk? Because <laughs> <laughs> you might tie their shoes with like two loops and then they just tie it. No. That, no. That's weird, right? Are you a double knotter on shoes? Yeah. No. I'm a double knot Unless every time. Unless yeah. it's sports. I want to do double knots in sports. And but... double knots are awesome until you got to take them off at the end yep. of the day. And then you got to get a fork. <laughs> get that knot out. You just got to cut them off and relace them every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pile of shoestrings oh, yeah. in your closet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my, my hockey tr- skates get double knotted and I run tape around the, the, the laces. Oh, around the knot. Dang. That's extra. That'd be funny if I walked around tape around my tennis shoes <laughs> at the store. Just in case you got to run. What are you prepping for? Loading these stands up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. Um, it's still hot. Yeah, we're not <sighs> shooting any videos know, outside. Uh, we're in that heat bubble. I mean, it's not just here, but we're in heat wave mode 
this whole week we have been. And it's but. and like the hottest part's not that far south. It's like Joplin, Oklahoma, Lo- like, you know, northeast Lawrence, Oklahoma. Lawrence, like three days ago, the heat index was 120. Oh, man. I tell you, the nicest thing about this heat is not having air conditioning in a truck. <laughs> 95 degrees at night, and you're driving home. It's like, well, at least it's night and it's cool out. It's like, no. <laughs> no. It's just not bright out. Yeah. Roll down the windows. Yeah, that just blows hot air in my face. Yeah. You get acclimated. It's not that bad. I but forgot about that F-150. Doesn't have you need like a cup, holder, yeah. a cup holder in front of your vents and just put a cup of ice. I'm going to take the windshield out and there. just put an ice block on the dash. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ugh. For real. It's miserable. It is. We got some reprieve coming Saturday. So. Yeah. And then we're pretty much, that's pretty much it. You'll get, you might get a 90-degree day or something in September, but I think we're, yeah. we're on the we're on the. I can see the end inside. Yeah. So. Fall's my favorite time of year anyways. Sonia, I think, although she's over it now, but she's more of a summer. Yeah. I'm fall. I, it gets above 70. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's not even the worst part of the heat right now. It's just the humidity is like. It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. You can There's even like a haze. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so thick. It's been cloudy the last two mornings just because it's so thick. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. Mm. You wake up, all your windows are like. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Fogged over. Anyways. So that's that. Um, I want to get. I want to kind of get into this because we got a little uh, treat for you. It is a little and treat. Us. Yeah. We're like, you know what? What it's, are we doing? It's game day. It's kind of cool. And we've talked about snacking and what what do you like to eat when you go out hunting or you're in the waterfowl blind or deer stand or whatever and what you want to pack with you. So um, Hayden was generous enough to load us up with some snacks here we got five different options which we're going to rank what's here obviously there's a million other options like beef jerky you know everybody's always got a pack of beef jerky or something yeah, so did we get to do the two honorable mentions were jerky and breakfast pizza, breakfast pizza. we'll Ooh, go over yeah. those at the end sure and then there's there's things like i don't know Jeez. i haven't been on it but if you guys been on like a waterfowl hunt and you talk to some of these cats and they're making they're out there cooking. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. meals. Remember, first time I took Bobby out, he brought a Blackstone, <laughs> a propane tank. He made breakfast in the blind. And I tell you, it was awesome, but it's too much to take out. It was a walk-in too. A walk-in, a walk-in hunt. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he had his own jet sled just for cooking breakfast. <laughs> just a Blackstone. Oh <laughs> propane gosh. Propane tank. Is that for extra decoys? No, it's for our food. Yeah. It's like okay. Oh, I mean, I remember gosh. that hunt. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that deer hunt yeah, obviously oh, no. <laughs> that'd be funny yeah. in your ground blind. i don't know why we didn't see anything it's like an order up window <laughs> to drive through for deer yep. <laughs> what are you making a hamburger for me but you want some corn <laughs> so each of these plates is a category of its own and we're going to discuss mm. within the category what's our favorite and then we're also going to rank at the end what is our number one pick Okay. Out For of these. What, out of these, what we bring into the field. And then like before if, we do that. If this is what we had to choose from, we'd rank this. Yeah. Bef- okay. Bef- yeah, we'll do, we'll do the honorable mention at the end. Okay. But we didn't want to. And we're starting over <clears throat> here, Hayden? Yeah, we can start over there. Probably Screen should. Left. All right. So basically, you're going to rank it far left of the camera, which is far right. For you, okay. it's going to be your top number one pick. 
and then oh, those right are warm. Camera, That's what I want. I definitely want to start with those. What are you going to do? I'm going to crack one in half here. Oh, crack one in half? I'm having the whole thing. I'm going I with that too. I just had a big lunch, and this is going to be a lot. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we're looking at, like, taquitos, but in this category is, like, what do you call it? Hot roller? Quick, quick trip roller category? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, Loves have rollers and mm-hmm. Quick Trip have rollers. Well, everybody's and, got their egg rolls now. Mm. Everybody's got the that that hot food on the rollers, whether it's hot dogs or egg rolls, Tuquitos. buffalo chicken. Uh, oh, yeah. Logs. Deals. Logs, <laughs> yeah. Mm. These just Taquitos, though. Yeah. Yeah, they make... All sorts of them now. Well, I tell you, you get in like that uh, buffalo chicken or those steak taquitos. Mm. I feel like this is more of an evening hunt snack because I'm always skeptical at like 3 a.m. in the morning <laughs> with taquitos. Oh, yeah. Never know what it's going to do to you you're or gonna, how long it's been there. You're going to yeah. make another taquito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's skeptical. It's a definitely, I don't know if evening hunts a deer like stand on the thing. way to the blind in the evening. Yeah. Or you break for lunch. Yeah, or it's you're a lunch. Heading out yeah, it's you're like, like you're grabbing something before you go out. I might grab a taquito on the mm-hmm. way out. In Rub- the morning, it's a little bit scary. What if you like open your backpack? And you just had like eight taquitos in there, <laughs> just like you're grabbing that bowl. Damn, that's pretty good. I'm going to try another bite. You can <laughs> eat the whole thing if you want, but I ain't. I won't. <laughs> so, that's that category. It's like that gas station roller food, mm-hmm. which everybody's got now. Hot yeah. off the roll. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite out of that? They even got, like, they'll make you something now, too. They got full kitchens, but oh, yeah. you kind of stick with the rollers. Yeah. Um. If I was going to pick something off there, I typically go taquitos. Yeah. Everybody I talk to loves the chicken. Yeah. Buffalo chicken uh, logs. Buffalo chicken, yeah. Um, I did have an egg roll. Surprisingly, they were pretty good. Egg rolls are yeah, underrated. Are yeah. But I'm uh, just the pepper jack cheese. Mm-hmm. Simple. Can't really screw it up. Unless you grab the one still cooking behind yep. the sign. <laughs> Made that mistake a couple times. Come out one that's still frozen in the center. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just stay away from the meat inside the taquito ones. Like, I just go with the cheese. That's what I levitate towards. But yeah. Yeah, get the steak the and cheese. The pepper jack's not bad, though. The pepper the, jack's the, good. With the, uh, or the steak and cheese. Yeah. I've had that, too. But most of the time I pick cheese. Taquitos. Mm-hmm. I'd leave everything else alone. Um, yeah, I would say I'm probably. You ever it's do, hard. It's, it's egg roll, probably for me. Really? You ever mm-hmm. do the dogs? You ever get any? Yeah, Johnsonville I'm, brats. Or? If I'm going to go somewhere like and like, okay, so before softball, sometimes on Sunday nights, I'll get, a, I'll stop by and grab a, you know, a brat. Throw mm-hmm. a bunch of sauerkraut on there and some mustard, and then Dang. drive to the the fields. And but we usually get there like an hour early, so then I have to t- put the tailgate down and you know eat my brat bratwurst right there on the tailgate. But if yeah. I'm having to eat like on the road, I don't want to eat a sauerkraut bratwurst <laughs> while, while I'm driving or nothing. So yeah, yeah. a lot of risk in that. Yeah, picking sauerkraut out your teeth. Yep. They also do like the 
I look at like the breakfast sandwiches, you know, wrapped yeah. up. The only thing is you never know how long they've been up there. And I like them fresh out of the deal because they start sitting there and they get the condensation wrapped in the mm-hmm. foil and they start getting mushy. Biscuits get crusty. And yeah. yeah. Sometimes you bite into the edge of one. You're like, ooh. I don't know if the tooth, tooth broke or if a... Yeah. Yeah, well, hard piece of cheese. <laughs> so I'll stick with the taquitos on but that, on the roller roller side of things. Next category, which I think is a highly popular category for us duck hunters, is the donut. Mm. Crack that open. Oh, we got powdered. So these are the powdered ones. So in this category, of course, you have powdered and the chocolate. And what do they have? You said crunchy, my, like my coconut favorite or something? I'm about the, like the, the chocolate chocolate. But, yeah, they got like the, Ooh, like a chocolate. They, they chocolate. got new ones now. They got like the zebra cake donuts. They do a devil's food chocolate. Yeah, I mean, they got it's an extravaganza. They got all kinds. There's some bowls for you. Is this a one-biter? You got to one-bite the powdered ones. Or else you're going to get covered. Oh, yeah. Because if not... You're going to get all over. <laughs> and you don't want that. Mm. Get a little powdered. I don't know if I can make through this whole list. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh, Dropping see? It. Derek's... Derek got powder already. Get pulled over, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can mm. put that back. Okay. All right. So donuts. This is extremely popular. Yeah. For waterfowl hunters, I believe, and and deer hunters, I think straight up. I don't know about the powdered, but the chocolate. I don't know if I've ever had the chocolate chocolate, but the chocolate are good. The crunch is good. The glazed. I mean, I'm kind of more of a glazed guy myself. I've had a lot of mornings going out duck hunting or deer hunting where I get a bag of those and little deal of milk and. Mm. You can't beat it. Just regular milk or chocolate? Depends on the day. I'll usually gravitate towards chocolate, but chocolate, mm. chocolate with chocolate milk sometimes you got to go, or whatever. go with that white milk. True. Dunk. Well, you can't dunk it in oh, there. Oh, you I can guess. dunk it. It's, it's, it takes some it practice. Yeah. You're just crumbling up donuts <laughs> inside <laughs> yeah, your just thing. Shake it up. You got to <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> donut well, shake. That's the meal that is. I typically right. do the chocolate. Um, those are better dipped in milk than the cho- the chocolate. You got to pre-take a bite, yeah. So the milk soaks in. Oh, pro tip. Yeah. You know what I mean. But it holds it all know. in too. You're not dripping out. True. Yeah. You yeah. get a water. You got You got to take a small bite, and then really get that milk soaked up in there. Yep. Yeah, that you could just go straight towards. That it. you need an open glass and get the full submersion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, four or five. I mean, don't they make like a strawberry or something? Oh, yeah, they make everything now. Yeah. Good yeah. option. And but they typically chocolate. You know, long hunts, you might go with the big bag. Short hunts, yeah, you, you might just go get with the like sleeve. The, the yeah. five, six pack, whatever they are. Yeah. The chocolate. Who you got going with you, too. Yeah. Yeah. The chocolate, <laughs> I think that also depends on uh, heat. You mm. go out September 15th. And it's going to be 80 yeah. degrees in the morning, and it could be, and you get chocolate all melting all over. No, nah, that's, a, that's a mess. You got you to put your cleaning gloves on so you can <laughs> eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so. So that, that's, the, that's the donuts. I'm going with, uh, I like the chocolate, but um, what's this here? 
Ho-Hos. So these are like, uh, like this category is like the Little Debbies. Little Cakes. Zebra Cakes. Oh, Zebra Cakes. Ho-Hos. Oatmeal Cream Pies. Oatmeal Cream Pies. Uh, Star Crunches. Star Crunch. Nutty Ooh. Butters. Or oh, not, not, what is it? Uh, Nutter Butter? Nutter Butter? I don't know. Is that what I'm thinking of? It is. The Wafer Chocolate. Yeah. Do, you put, do you put a Honey Bun in there, too? Is that in that category? Is it? Oh, yeah. Over? That'd be in there. Yeah. yeah, that's on that end cap at the gas station with everything else. <laughs> 100%. Or are you Ho-Hos or Swiss Rolls? Ooh. And let me tell you a little secret here. The Swiss Rolls, you can unwrap. And I'll do that, too. Another pro what tip. What do you do that for? I don't know. Just for fun. Oh. Because I was early to work. <laughs> I'm out there unrolling my Swiss Roll. So... Oh, jeez. Take a ho-ho. All right. It's dessert now. Oh, yeah. This is this is my jam. See, I kind of do... Oh, you can kind of do it here. So you kind of do this. What are you what? doing? What? Get out of town, people. No. Mm-hmm. Mm Did you bring milk? I did not. Loser. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't approve of the unroll. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I am a fan of the whole line of Those Hostess Little, little Debbie. Debbie. Yep. I think I've had them all. Fudge rounds. Yep. Now. I don't know if we had started yet, but we were talking about like, oh yeah, my favorite though is the cream pies. Oh, double cream decker. pies. Mm-hmm. Double, decker. double double decker, decker one. is a good one for oh, all. Yeah, it's like five hundred calories for one freaking cookie, mm-hmm. but but it's pretty good. Temperature plays a big role on some of these snacks. Yeah, oh, you, oh, you oh, get cream pies stop. are pretty good though throughout. Mm-hmm. All ranges of temperature. Worst case scenario, like it does get real cold, you just pop one in your jacket. True. Put a yeah. hand warmer on the other side. Yeah. You're in a toasty treat there in a little little bit. I bite down on a Star Crunch when it's frozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, Star Crunch when Star it's Crunch frozen. is already hard to bite into. <laughs> uh-huh. You bite into a Star Crunch at 10 degrees outside. <laughs> oh, Not man. a good day. No. Good you luck just, doing that. You sit on that <laughs> for a while with yeah. your little heat pad. Yeah. So... But in the Little Debbie world, cream pies is my, my go-to. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. uh, when they are cold, they're a little bit slower. Like, they don't break in half or fall apart as easy. They're like mm. they're kind of nice when they're cold. Yeah. But when yeah. they're hot, they're not like all over. You don't get your hands all messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything chocolate, when it's hot out, you're just covered in oh, chocolate. Yeah. But yeah. oatmeal cream pie. But a zebra cake, too. Yeah. Christmas tree, whatever. No, Christmas Ooh, trees. Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah. Cosmic Brownie. Yeah. Cosmic Brownie, if it's about that 30-degree range, is probably pretty good. Cosmic Brownie, not. I'm the nuts. Nuts? No. The, the brownie. Do it's you like put the carrots cosmic, in Jello? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Cosmic Brownie, but it's with the nuts instead of the... All right. That's it's the fair. same thing. They make the two different ones. It's coming from a guy that unrolls his... <laughs> Let me tell you this. 
Do you break it right where that divider is on the cosmic brownie? They put that little perforation there. I don't break there. a cosmic brownie. No. Are you kidding? But they do. They yeah. put that line there like you're going to share it. Yeah, yeah. two servings. Yeah, like, share it with your brother. I got a half a brownie here. Oh, I guess I got to share it. No, wait. Did you know that that's like one of those Mandela effect things? Uh-uh. There's like, I don't know if they switched it or what, but like. Are you supposed to the, share they it? They have the divider now. They don't have it? No. And you, and you still think they did? I know they If had I saw it. one now that didn't have a divider, I think that they messed up. They might not have had it now, but they did. I don't know. And I'm it's a lot one, older all than all of you. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I'm. Is anybody 28 <clears throat> here? 28? 28? Why'd you go there? No, I'm, it's in the middle. Like hey, Basing it off my age. I'm just trying to figure something out. Yeah, How no. old are you, Dave? I just turned 32 a couple Tuesday. days ago. Yeah. Well, you don't look a day over 12. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I still got six years on you. Yeah. So six years prior to you. We all agree with you. I had the perforated (laughs) brownies. I I know. There was a a line in the middle. There is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we all grew up with. They must have done that recently. Don't lie, Hayden. I'm I'm sending it to you right now. You're sending me one without a line? Yeah. Well, they had lines, though, before. Yeah, the, the It wasn't store like model. the butterfly effect. I mean, they were there. Yeah, I just sent it to you. <laughs> Can you send me a non-blurry picture? That's, uh, I just searched Google, man. Hang on. That's, all right. One That's, all, right. That's all right. We'll debate this later. <laughs> um, what's this yeah, category? Message us from wherever you see this. Donuts? And, or podcast it. So More the, Donuts? RogerSportingGoods.com. Oh, yeah. So this is like straight up. You go to the gas station. This is what Chandler shows up when he's 10 minutes late to a video (laughs) commercial or something. I brought donuts. (laughs) Yeah. This is straight up gas station donut. All right. So you skip all the stuff and packaging and go right for the shelf. Yeah. Go right to the... For the fresh... Or you hopefully fresh. Get a discount if you give them a day. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday's. Lots of different types of donuts. Yeah. Though. So in this category, I mean, you can go with fritters and and all sorts of different long johns and. Steve brought instead of the apple, it was like a blueberry fritter or something from Slovinsky's. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah. Fritters are awesome. But once they become cold, I'm out. Yeah. I like them fresh. Well, any donuts, really, but. Yeah. I'm not big on bringing the donuts out. It's just too hard to pack, and usually they get smashed. And yeah, nasty. have you seen a bag of donuts in your backpack after you get to your hunting <laughs> spot? You pull it out, and it's like somebody just mashed a bunch of bread at the bottom. Uh-huh. You can take however much time you want packing that thing and just creating enough space so that they're on top with plenty of room, and by the time you get there and get it opened up, they're at the bottom of the pile on their paper thin. Yeah. Mm. They got to be like eating on the drive there. Yeah. You got to you got to hammer them right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right I think the- that's donuts, breakfast sandwiches, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff like unwrapped, as much as like, not yeah. sealed in a deal. I don't think it's the the blind bag special. Mm-mm. No, they ain't got a donut holder yet, like they do the pop tart holder. Oh yeah, that part part pop tart holder saved some lives out there. I've yeah. Seen. For real, oh, man. Um, 
Not too bad of a donut for not exactly. What's fresh easier fresh. on those? They make the glazed ones, but they're the donut holes, but they're together. They're in oh, like yeah, a in triangle shape. No, like the actual donut. So it's the donut holes, but they're not broke apart yet. Mm-hmm. So as you oh, eat yeah. them, you just eat one. Oh, they're, they're in the diamond shape. Like yeah, they're the all diamond shaped. Uh huh. They they do have the donut holes in the cups, which could yeah, they're that's better. I've done that in a pinch. Yeah. That's got a container. That yeah. might be the route to go. Yeah, that'll fit in your water bottle holder if you yep. forget your water. And they got strawberry, chocolate, glazed, yep. blueberry cake. Ooh, yeah, I am a, I am a cake fan. Like the blueberry cake donuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Usually that and a glazed or something. I don't. If I if I do the, uh, like I can't do a regular chocolate long john. It's yeah. got to be filled. Yeah. For me to do it. I think Van Wilder ruined that for me. And I don't want, and I want the, um, not like the whipped filling. I want like the, the, like the pudding, vanilla the pudding, pudding, creamy, creamy filling. Yeah, yeah. I'm out on the filled you. Long Johns. Speaking yeah, of pop tart, if pop, I want pop, filling in a, in a donut, it better be like that cherry or whatever. That's that, like that, the jam or yeah, preserve kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Oh, preserve and jam. Yeah, I'm more of a Danish person. If I got like a ooh filling. Yeah. The good Danish. Yeah. What's that company we got around here that all the gas stations got? I don't remember. I get them every once in a while. They have like strawberry cheesecake Danish or what? The ones that are wrapped up. You yeah. can get the bear claw or you can get the yeah, I don't know. banana bread ones. Man, those are good. I'm out on banana bread. I go to gas stations too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where to walk to and what shelf they're on. All right, and this one is definitely a front runner. Obviously, Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts. And I'm. I think they should like. I think collab I'm, with Mossy Oak. I think I'm more. Oh, yeah. And do like a Mossy yeah. Oak bag, Pop Tart. I think I'm more new school Pop Tart. I need to fix the wrapper, because I'm. It's too crinkly. It At least for the deer woods, it, it's not bad in a duck blind. That is but a good the, point. But in the Pop Tart holder, you take the, them yeah, out of that. Take put them, them in out. The Pop Tart. You got to prep that in advance. Yeah, you unwrapping that about time a 182 walks out <laughs> yeah. in the field. Yeah. There's Derek up there unwrapping his Pop-Tart. <laughs> he doesn't even have his gun ready. No. We'll just stand and watch him. <laughs> About time he grabs it, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid flavor. Pretty solid. Yeah, so I'm new school on Pop-Tarts. I like the cookies and cream. Oh, jeez. I'm a classic on the fudge or the uh, cinnamon sugar. Yeah. yeah cinnamon sugar is good. Or I brown like, sugar, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, brown cinnamon I'll sugar. I'll eat them for desserts at home. Really? Go get a Pop-Tart. I think that's my favorite is the brown cinnamon sugar, but after that, it's definitely strawberry. And but some perf- people like s'mores. It's like their number s'mores, one. S'mores, yeah. But but I like all the all the berry ones, but I think the brown cinnamon sugar is like my favorite. Classic OG. Yeah. And for people that say, well, you put them in a toaster, I actually hate Pop-Tarts in a toaster. What? I prefer to have them. Regular room temp. Room temp. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd say if you're doing it at home, pop one in the toaster with like a little bit of butter on the top. Mm. Yeah, see, now. What? Game changer. <laughs> Pro tip. Um, headbutt. I kicked it. Um, and I prefer the edges of the Pop-Tart. You prefer the edges? Not the mm-hmm. middle? Like if you just handed me the middle and the edges were gone. Man. Mm. Throw it out. Yeah, get rid of it. You can have it. Well, next time we go duck hunting, I'll 
Yeah. You just <laughs> give you all the edges. Be like, here, here's a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep. Patrick, mm-hmm. Patrick want a cracker. So, all right, now we got to rank them. And I think Hayden wants us to actually place them in ranking so he can do all the cool graphics. Okay. So, we're not in rank because that's number one over there. So, right now, taquitos are in the number one spot. What do you guys think? They're not going to stay at number one. I would I don't say think. no. I'm, I'm going like. The Ho Ho's oatmeal cream pies is my number one. It's easy we, to throw in a bag. Is it majority? We can do separate rankings if you want. Okay. Well, let's do a majority at the end. Yeah. Well, you don't have to rank the whole thing. No. I'd like the line. I think we can all agree on it, or do you think we're going to bite a lot out? Because I'm, I'm with Derek on that one. I My number one is this. Yeah. Right, the, move that to number one spot. We'll do, we'll do like the official ranking for the Actually, to make this top, easy, like do you think like? we can all concur that's probably last? It's very close. Yeah. yeah. Fourth or fifth. I think so that's, we can yeah. at least get that's it That's a down great treat here. way to and from. Like, mm-hmm. you're done hunting. Got to stop somewhere and get something quick while you're on your way back home or on the way to it. But mm-hmm. We're not locked in yet. No. Do Pop-Tarts run number two? And it's definitely an arguable number one. But um, do Pop-Tarts run number two over the donuts? Over? Those donuts. These ones? The small ones. Not the Donuts. There's there's even more options for them. Pop tarts. Yeah. I would, than say, those. I would say pop tarts are my number two. And I'd go to here. Number two, it is. Mm-hmm. See, I'm pretty almost, solid. I'm almost good where we're at. The little cakes just has so much variety. You know, if it's freezing cold, don't get a star crunch. <laughs> <laughs> if it's it's really hot, stay away from all the the, the cosmic brownies and oh, stuff. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. Pop tarts are just kind of constant all the way through. They're tried and through, tried and true. And then See, is donuts in the right spot. I like those donuts over those donuts. Yeah, I think we're in order here. I would say so. So, number one, Hostess or Little Debbie small cakes. Yeah, stuff like that. Second, Pop Tarts. Third, is your your bigger bag like your. Your mini donuts. Mini donuts, yep. Like the little donuts. You can, get, you can get them in the bag or the small packs. Fourth is your out-of-the-bakery donuts. Yeah, bakery donuts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fritters, Long Johns. Yep. And not to dog on taquitos, I just think these are more viable options where that's like an only evening thing. And if you if we think about like scent for deer hunting, I think taquitos are going to have the most scent. Which is true because anything warmed up permeates a cement. Cement? Yeah. Yeah, that, that works. It's a smishmosh, a So, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I can't talk. The, yeah. The taquitos and hot <laughs> foods are definitely yeah, going to be I'm, more yeah. aromatic. Yeah. So, honorable mentions we didn't have today was beef jerky and mm. breakfast pizza. Let's start with breakfast pizza because it is... It should have been on the table, but it just was a lot to deal with. Um, and we, I'm going to say, okay, Casey's Quick Trip Hunt Brothers. That's at least in the Midwest for us. Yeah. You know, I got Casey's. I'm more on like the when you're stopping somewhere on your way to hunt, you're eating that on the road. Yeah. And, that, mm-hmm. and, this, and this, yeah, this There's doesn't have to be in the, yeah, in the in the field necessarily. But. Okay. Well, this is my like in the field. I always got oatmeal cream pies or something in my yeah, blind yeah. bag. I'm pretty sure there's a couple from last year. They're still good, bro. You go to find the point. I know. You go to get your gear ready. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, a little treat while I'm mm-hmm. organized. Yeah. 
I don't Zip, know. Ziploc bag of toilet paper. <laughs> I might be a Casey's. I haven't had a Hunt Brothers in a while because they used to have the Hunt Brothers up by the store. The yep. Phillips 66 had the Hunt Brothers. And that one time, that one stretch a couple years, there's this one lady that was making some fire the breakfast master. pizza. You remember that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the a thing was, Casey's fan. Uh, it's probably my go-to. That Phillips 66 had, like, so much gravy as the base. You remember oh, that? See, so that's my issue. That's yeah. what I was going to bring up. I'm not the gravy fan on the breakfast pizza, which Casey's doesn't really do that. Yeah, They do the cheese, eggs, yeah. you know, whatever. Meat. Meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't do the gravy on there. You can. You just don't prefer to. Yeah, it's the consistency. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. I'm not big on gravy in general. Like, I make really good biscuits and gravy, so, like, anything else store-bought's always out of a can. It's just mm. off. Mm. I think I'm a You're Casey's. You're making a roux. <clears throat> I think I'm a... Yeah. I, lo- I love Quick Trip, but I think I'm a Casey's guy on the pizza part, um, on the breakfast pizza as well. Yeah. I think so. The beef jerky is a staple. So, in, uh, so what do you think? Are you, what, what out of those three did you pick one, Derek? Between, so I'm definitely between Casey's and QT. Yeah. And I'd probably lean more on the Casey's. Yeah. So I think we're all kind of in agreement there. Yeah. I'd go it's close. Casey's, I mean, I, QT. QT's nothing wrong with that. If that's the one, made. if that's the one on the way. Casey's pizza in general, though, is just. Yeah. Oh, that taco pizza. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you can't forget that. We would eat so much taco pizza. Yeah. And back when we were 10 years younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's good, good times beef jerky so we have multiple brands like you saying like old trapper or jack links mm. what are some other ones like i don't know if you consider slim jim part of the beef jerky side of things but yeah i'm trying mm, to remember throw it in there there's a I couple did. a couple other brands that sneak in there i can't remember the the other ones there's some local them. ones or for us but yeah like nadler's does their own yeah oh yeah around here there's a uh, for waterfowl week in the past couple of years, and it was a big hit last year. So I got them again this year, and you can find them at the store. I think it's Old Trapper, but it's just uh, they're just mini beef sticks, but you get a whole bag of mm-hmm. them. Ugh, downed it. No, they're so good. Now, how is that ranking on this table? I'm not a beef jerky in the field well i'm particular about the jerky too and i don't want to be up there <laughs> yanking on you know what i mean like I trying to rip off that beef jerky because it's so hard to chew i think i can see a little bit of that bite, but i feel like it's a staple like it's yeah it's, it's not a, duck, a real it needs to be in the duck hunting bag yeah someone has to have it someone has to have it whether you take part or not like yeah. it's a staple it's got to be there I honestly bring some snacks just to keep myself occupied. So typically, I like one. I've talked about this before, but I gotta watch eating before I get into a stand. Yeah, for reasons. But I'll bring like uh, sunflower seeds or yeah. you know some just like little candies or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll do that. Yeah, and but every now and again, beef jerky. Uh, cream pies. Mm-hmm. So you guys listening, uh, you can email podcast at rogersportinggoods.com if you have a better suggestion than anything that we put on the table here. And if we missed it, we'll, we'll give a shout out because if we miss something, I can't believe, you know, we would we could miss something. We've done this for a while. 
taking snacks into the woods. But mm-hmm. if you have any cool suggestions or something, shoot us an email right there. But I think we yeah. got the list going. For Beef sure. jerky's way up there, but little small cakes and Pop-Tarts and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's almost time. We're almost we're, shooting doves, almost shooting teal. Oh, yeah. How many days away are we now for six days for dove? Yeah, I mean, it's close. I leave next Thursday. I guess seven. You going down to Texas? Mm-hmm. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. West Texas. Dang. This will go out after the first so when they see this you'll be uh, shooting people doves. will be in the field when you're listening to this right here shooting mm-hmm. doves man yep awesome doves I, I don't know there could be early goose stuff going around you know, probably up north and and I'm, minnesota or dakotas or something. and i think some people already headed out west for like mule well early i mean yeah, elk is, mule deer yeah elk, yeah. elk hunts. Next week, yeah you guys bugling in the woods right now yep i think bo was, was out bugling already he's scouting already or, Dude, I don't know. He put something out. Yeah. He was heading to elk camp, maybe. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's no, all, I believe it. He could be it's heading all right at now. once too. Oh, it's yeah. like it's everything, all at once. Which brings us to something I, that we wanted to discuss real quick too. Yep. Speaking of lots of options of how you can do stuff. Yeah, but uh, before teal season really fires off, I wanted to discuss like decoy rigging. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> all the different styles and what where we started from and, and where we're at now and what's the trend and what you know we even got little decoys hanging from the end of your 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 uh mic mount there pat that's true yeah a little decoy rig mm-hmm. an old one because that mic would just fall over if we didn't add any extra weight <laughs> sure enough but uh decoy rigs come a long ways at the beginning i think they're some type of braided rope and cast iron actually i think i saw some early decoy rigs that are like herders cast iron whatever they could figure out whatever type of weight they could do back in the day and then these herders ones i was looking at are little cast iron rings that would go around the neck have you seen those i did see i was reading something of a guy that still there was a company we carried early days of us working at the store but they were the rings that went around. They were like the flat rings. But these were coated. This was a circle oh, yeah. weight Yep. Um, that goes around the head of the decoy. Yep. I've never Is used that them. that kind of yeah, what you're talking thing. about? But, yeah. yeah. Same thing. You would just basically tie a rope. Sometimes they, I think they'd have an eyelet, but you just tie a rope to that, that ring, and then you would just tie it around the keel and throw it over top of the head. That's your mm-hmm. That's your rig. Yeah. Yeah, there's endless options of how you want to rig them. And then from there, you got like kind of strap weights. You know, you can bend those around the neck too as well and run just corded line and whatnot. Man, you remember the piles of HS four ounce strap strap weights? Yeah. And we still get people ask for them. Oh, yeah. You got any more of them? I think we had so many that people just think we're still. Oh, yeah, legitimate truckload. Still got. Tons of We'd open up a, like a pallet of them could only be like a foot tall. Yeah. So it was so heavy. So heavy. Just pure lead. Yeah. 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 Fish, fishing guys buy them. You know, oh, they, yeah. They All the fishing guys down. were buying them, melting them down, down, make their own weights. Crappie yeah. jigs and stuff. Yeah. 
But then, and then, like, I thought we were getting through them, and all of a sudden, Steve, like, rolls out this pallet of mushroom weights. And I'm like, where'd, you, where'd these come from? Yeah. He's like, here, now we got to get through these. We found some weights. And these mushroom weights are not, like, what you see maybe on a normal decoy right now, but they're, like, eight inches long, like a like a shaft. You remember those? Oh, and they oh, came yeah. in clam packs. Yeah, the, like an eight-inch shaft from in that HS. mushroom head. And yeah. you could still, like, bend them They're just a little hole in the back end of that. So. Yeah. It's just giant. Looks like a eight inch nail Wait. with a round head on yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about those. Yeah, Real but they were bendy. pliable. Yeah, they oh, were, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could wrap those around a keel or a head. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we still we still sell the braided cord, so that is definitely an option yeah, for guys dealing with deeper waters. Yeah, line wise, you've got the the braided. Yep. Um, like mainline rope or something like Rig and Right, you know, or Avery. You know, most of the companies have a braided option yep. or like a trot line. You know, that stuff's super strong. Oh, yeah. Um, the brake strength on it's crazy. So that works too. Um, and then. Sorry, me and Derek looking at each other because uh, we broke a trot line once on a 55 pound catfish and Derek <laughs> had the hand wheeled it in. Yeah. With with hook still the wrong size. Chandler, Chandler tried line. to net it with a like a fifteen inch crappie net, and the head the tail wouldn't even fit in. <laughs> One of them little handheld trout. Nets. Exactly what it was. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I don't remember being that small. I remember you were saying like, "There's a big one down there," and I was like, "I will get to it." It turned the water flat for the like size glass. of an Olympic swimming pool. Yeah, it was like complete <laughs> glass. I thought it was, it was like, Nessie. Yeah, and then it just snapped. Trout line snapped yeah. on one end. Line started sinking. I was not a happy camper. And then camper. Derek was oh fighting it like an alligator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then hooks are flying around everywhere. It was just pure I chaos. Didn't care at that point. All bets are off. Because we, we probably had like... We're in the danger zone. We had 15, 10 hooks to get to that fish. But yeah, there were at least 10 more hooks to get to that fish. You guys are messing around with trying to rebate and get these like one-pound channel cat off. I looked down. I was like, hey, there's a big one down there. He's yeah. like, we'll get to it. I was like... <laughs> now and snap can we it had, start it had eaten a two pound channel cat that was already on hook yeah cause we were just running blood bait it was the last day that we were there that was, that was crazy that was that was, was a like, good time that was like 12 years ago that was a good time yeah. that was a big old fish wow. that was a big fish that is huge yeah uh, so braided line <laughs> sorry uh, tangent there <laughs> don't get the trot line they were using yeah well, um pretty old yeah he's older than both of us yeah. yeah pvc line and then uh mono mono so or, coated or steel. pvc steel co- uh like coated steel cable yeah like pvc coated steel I think cable a, yeah i think that's about it so you have your coated cable then you have your, like your mono and pvc mm-hmm. we're, we're going to discuss the difference in that mm-hmm. and then you have your <clears throat> your braided line yep and that's about it, right? So just, you know, three, four options depending on what you want to do. And then there's numerous weight options and all that. Um, so when people come to the store, like, you know, they'll ask, you know, unless they already got a place established, but I'll ask a lot of questions like, um, one, where are you going to hunt mostly? Yeah. Um, are you going to run multiple spreads? Like, so are you hunting out of a pit blind that's a you know flooded marsh or something it's only a couple feet deep you know there's no wind you know what's the wind is there a current uh um, boat traffic 
boat traffic, are you leaving the spread out all season, or are you picking up each time you go? Are in you and launching out? them, or are you placing them? Yeah. 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 Are you launching them from shore because you can't get out there? You don't have a boat? Or do you have a boat? You can set all these decoys. Are you hunting the river or are you hunting a big lake where you're getting, you know, off the points of that lake, you know, and you're getting these 20, 30 mile an hour winds? Um, so there's a lot of questions to ask. And then, you know, that'll kind of tell me where a person should go. Yeah. But where you hunt mostly, think in your mind, you know, you don't need to go buy a million options. But where am I going to hunt 75 to 90% of the time yeah. to get you started? Yeah. Um, and so we'll go through some of the options here or how we like to rig up. Yeah. Um, kind of, let's, leave, let's leave the quick rigs as, as a, just like a generic, generic term, Texas rigs. That's Texas last. rigs. Let's leave yeah. that last. Yeah, but, Texas rigs. So, so if, I wanted to, if I was a customer coming to ask you, I needed rigs for deep water. Mm-hmm. What's what are they what are they tending to? I mean, I know I don't know what you're recommending, but what do they tend to buy? Are they buying long lines? So, gang rigs. Right. So for me, and I say, okay, so it's a little bit different. Obviously, anything over like four feet to me is getting deep. Yeah. So, but obviously, I think what you're alluding to is we're talking 10, 20 feet deep. And then you're getting into like, yeah, they're running like gang rigs. Yeah. Um, so sometimes that has two weights on either end, but a lot of them have the one. Like you'll see them with the grappling anchor. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your long main line coming off that. And then at, you know, some of them you can make as long as you want. But yeah. um, and then you'll have gang rig clips or swivels or snaps coming off that main line talking like sea duck setups yeah yeah, yeah. diver uh-huh. duck sea duck stuff like yeah. if you wanted to hunt out in the middle of smithfield lake you know mm-hmm. you run a gang rig setup or something yeah. so, so you, you have if, yeah, you know it might be 30 ex- feet deep yeah Patton explaining there's a there's a main line that has no decoys connected to it at first that's like the biggest thing is like i would compare that most to like a trot line rig for yeah. people except for your line's That's up perfect. Way. Yes. You have one main line, and then you go back through, or as you're putting it out, you then connect these droppers that are connected to your decoys, and you just connect them to that main line that's down under the water. Yeah, there's you know. like, you know, two feet of these yeah. drop weights are the, two to, the swivels. Two to and four then, feet of drop weights, yeah. You know, they're not much longer than like those oh, there, and they would right just. Here. And then that would just snap. That's exactly it. That so goes to your decoy there. That would get pinched. You'd run your main line right through there and pinch it down. And then on the end here, your decoy. you'd snap your decoy. And so that's floating around, you know, and some guys will put, you know, in big C, you know, C ones, you know, you get tons of them. But, you know, you could do six, you could do 12, you know, whatever. And then, you, you know, you might put out three or four gang rigs to make your yeah. Fill it all out. I see it a yeah. lot in diver hunting. Diver hunts. But yeah. If you're just hunting some deeper waters for mallards and, and puddle ducks, I don't know. Do, are mm-hmm. people buying like braided braided cord and doing something with the J hook? Is people doing that? I like that system. Stretch cord, mm-hmm. J hook, braided cord. The most popular, which we'll talk about at the end, is Texas rigs. It's. Yeah. I would venture to guess it's eighty percent or more of what I sell. Yeah. 
so all the time. So if you have like six to eight foot of water you're dealing with, you know, I might recommend some some braided cord or you can do PVC and then yeah, and then a J hook. And if you do like a braided cord, you can add the stretch cord in there. Stretchy. Uh... And I I just like how it, it packs into bags without any tangles because like you just wrap it around your keel and then when you get to mm-hmm. the final wrap, you just stretch that cord and that J hook just clips over the keel. And it yeah. just throw, it goes in the bag, no mess. Mm-hmm. It's nice and cleaned up. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially, too, we were talking about strap weights, mm-hmm. which they're still around. Um, but I rarely, I haven't seen a strap weight now in a couple of years yeah. at the store. Um, which is fine because they're just coming out. You got the J-hooks with the stretchy cord, so a lot of people are doing that. Um, the strap weight, you know, people, it's kind of the same thing. but. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can hook that around pinch the it keel. around the keel. Yeah. I'd stay away from doing it around the neck just because it starts rubbing off all the paint and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you got your gang rigs for real deep. When you're into that five to seven feet, um, there's a few. I think like the tallest. Seventy-two. I think there's like a seventy-two inch. Take a quick. If rig, you wanted to get rig. a quick rig or something, but you know when you're in that deep water you're doing your own line yeah Yeah. what i call straight line or where each decoy has its own weight and rig and then depending on where you're hunting at depend is going to depend on the weight i mean if you're just straight lining it and you're wanting to put it out in a marsh um or whatever which is shallow but you know you don't need a lot of weight but you know we would straight line growing up all the time at smithville and that was back when you could leave your spread out and, you know, oh, your yeah. blind. When you had do the, the draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we would do, you know, people still do this. It's old school, but it's the red solo cups with the eye bolt. Yeah. You concrete. know, let it set. Yeah, a little concrete. And even that sometimes went in a hold if a storm came oh, through. Oh, yeah. We'd go out there like the next weekend we could go. It'd been sitting all week. Yep. And they'd be scattered up and down for a mile. Yeah. Up and down the shoreline. Always go to the back of sea and find a dozen. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which you don't need a, you know, I've seen like, um, I mean, we got some 10 ounce weights at the store. Yeah. You know, so you can get pretty heavy. Yep. And then as you doing ducks or geese, you know. Yeah. Um, the most popular, I think what most people are hunting, you know, you're under four feet. So, yeah. you know, typically 48 inch is going to get you by in most places people yeah. hunt with, you know, four or five ounces of weight on there. Yeah. Before we get into Texas rig styles or rig and right styles and stuff like that, um, it kind of gets confusing if you're looking at like PVC versus mono or nylon or monofilament. Mm-hmm. Um, PVC, you could get it in clear and black, but it's got a little bit of stretch to it, but way less memory. Um, sometimes good PVC holds up pretty good, but I've heard that bad PVC line gets really brittle in the cold. Mm. But, been there. But yeah, we've been there, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, Snap. <laughs> yep. But it, the tangle, it's like super, super limp. It's a very, very soft line, so it doesn't get tangled up very well. But then like monofilament, like what I'm holding here, that's a 600-pound monofilament, and it kind of has some memory because it's 600-pound monofilament. And it's strong, and it's been what we were, what we were using, you know, five, six, seven years ago for a, for a ton of rigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's still being used today on, on certain rigs. 
Yep. So that's the difference in PVC and monofilament. You get a 600-pound mono and the PVC. The PVC is going to have a softer feel, a little stretchy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's DIY kits out there you can get to do yeah. this, whether it's PVC or mono or, you know, yeah. you talk about crimps and the swivels. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people can make their own depths and have it set up. And um, Spent a lot of hours going through and messing with our own DIY kits. Yeah. Uh-huh. You look back, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. At the time it was. Yeah. But looking back, it's like never again. Yeah. Certain situations, it's it's yeah. almost the only way you can do it. But for what we were doing, should have just gone with a pre-made rig. Yeah, yeah. So, what's yeah. your guys' thoughts on clear versus black line? I'm pretty indifferent. Me I don't too. think I've ever had a situation where it's actually made or broke a hunt or had birds flare off it. I've heard I've had birds flare off of a lot of things, but I don't think it's ever been from a, a single cord. They didn't tell you? No. <laughs> they left. <laughs> and the one that stuck around couldn't talk. Quack. That's clear. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that, you know, there's some reflection in the clear line maybe, but I don't know. And then sometimes black line sticks out in clear water, different things like that. Yeah. Huh. You know. I say it could definitely come down they, to time and place because, I mean, I've had hunts where the water was like wicked clear just because your time of the year, it's it's not flipping there's no sediment other than when you walk through it yeah and so i could see situations like that where you would think that it would cause them to flare but if you're paying attention what's in there like flooded cornfields and stuff there's already so much other dead and rotting vegetation that i don't think a few black strands is gonna cause any alarm yeah yeah i don't have a preference i guess i've never got that in depth to it oh yeah to be like oh that might be the issue i've had some serious conversations with people I think it's black think versus it's, clear line. I yeah. think it's more how I'm hidden. <laughs> that's is yeah. my problem. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. That's a whole different Keep your face. podcast. That's what I'm saying is like I don't. I don't think that the decoy line's ever been the the make or break for any of my hunts. I've I've had a lot of failed hunts where looking back, it's like yeah, we didn't do any of it right. Yeah. yeah. I've had some hunts that were too successful. Is like just too easy. Yeah. Hmm. But. Yeah. So yeah, those are your, those are some of your line options there. But yeah, one thing I, I kind of wanted to explain before we get into Texas rig, but like the classic rig and right rig versus a Texas rig, they're different. Some rig and right, the company, the rig and right rig, the weight slides, not the swivel. So what I'm holding right here is a Texas rig system where your swivel is on the line and this weight is stationary. And there's a couple different ways you can do that. But mm-hmm. um, your decoy is attached to the swivel, and the swivel moves up and down this line depending on the depth that you're dealing with, you know, or the the wind and all that stuff. You know, it usually finds the, the max. But on a rig and right rig, the swivel is stationary on one end. So it'll be on one end like this. And then you'll have a loop on the other end, on the other side of the, of the weight, and the weight's in between, and that's what slides up and down. So that's the I just had a conversation with a guy yesterday at the store about that, and he wanted what you have in your hand, okay? Because where he hunts, so this weight's stationary, even though you can quick rig this yeah. or Texas rig it, but the decoy's moving, yep. not the weight. Mm-hmm. Are the swivels moving with yep. the decoy on it, not the weight? Because where he hunts, 
or if he hunts in places where the bottom content is a lot of vegetation, when the weight moves and you go to pull it and it pinches in between that vegetation and the weight and it gets caught up in there uh, versus that won't happen on this it'll just because you're the line is into the weight yeah. so there's no it's not grabbing and pinching vegetation i'm like pull up a bunch that's from super in depth but i understand it yeah once he started explaining it but typically like you know, on the banks of Smithville or something, you know, it's just muddy or there's, you know, you're not Clay running ball. into, yeah. Yeah. you know, flooded marsh wetlands with, you know, all that vegetation and stuff. And I, but I could see it, you know, I guess getting in there. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, it's odd you, you're talking about that because. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know what brand this was. I just grabbed it as I walked in here. <clears throat> but it's, Well, they make both kinds still. Yeah, so Rigamite makes the the standard kind, the Rigamite rig, and then the Texas rigs version. Mm-hmm. And then they make the Texas rig cable version, which is coded cable. Yeah. So that's been the hot yeah. rig in the past couple of years. Yeah, I'd say <clears throat> three, four years now, and just more and more people keep switching. Yeah. So Lifetime rigs, now known as Heyday. Yeah. was the the first company I think to, that I know that was that got put into retail stores to do coded cable. Now I don't know if there's some custom guys out there making their own stuff. Sure, you know furniture craftsmen using their cable, you know that they yeah. have laying around to make decoy rigs or whatever. But and farmer out there coating his baling wire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a pre- I mean that came even hit by storm. I mean these rigs are very limp the coded cable ones are and they're you know way higher rated for what what we really need to be using them for i mean these decoys it is funny you don't think about much. i will tell you the nice thing that was like if you're the, like i'm a a decoy flinger like oh yeah i like to slingshot like some sling decoys them. and the pvc and the mono like especially when you get real cold like they do get a little bit brittle sometimes yeah especially if it's the same rig you've had for a couple seasons pop crimps and stuff i have sent some decoys to the moon <laughs> like out into the channel 30 foot of water and i can only walk obviously you know four feet deep but he can walk out farther though than we can i, I can i'm pretty tall but <laughs> that that doesn't change that when you send one and you're still holding the leader from your rig in your hand oh and, you're talking about when it comes off yeah. oh yeah when that line pops i am i'm sold on coated steel because yeah. of that because i love to fling decoys yeah how many times did i like ripped your hand open doing that twice yeah <laughs> a crimp pop and it just tears through your palm yeah. as you're flying out uh-huh. yeah hollering medic in the middle of the marsh <laughs> <laughs> yeah and well, frank did enough. not go out that's another video we should do hayden we should do like a challenge of who can throw a decoy the farthest oh, i got that one in the bag oh man can, that'd, be, be that'd be fun yeah we just got to the got to the lot. You, I mean, there's different techniques range. too. You got, oh yeah, you got the Olympic hammer throw. Yeah, that's you got to be coordinated for that. So I'm, I'm more of like the slingshot over the shoulder kind of deal. Yeah, do the spinning. Yeah, yeah, that's whatever that one is. That's gonna stay we, inside the boundary. Stay inside <laughs> yeah. that little circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dang, that'd we be fun. Do that. That'd be fun. See how far we we'll do a little uh, duck Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll set up some. I've already got an outfit picked out. Some decoy, oh, yeah. <laughs> some decoy Olympics. Like we'll come up with, you know, slingshot and decoys. 
you know, it'd be yeah. fun. Oh, dude, that might be is... the only game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can figure out another game. That'd be we so cool. To. Oh, there's plenty. Yeah. Yep. Um, we can like throw javelins, but it's Lucky Duck poles. Yeah. <laughs> Setting decoys like all the all the bases are out, and then you got to set a dozen decoys and then get back to the start line. So they got to be on the each one on its base. Yeah. yeah we can do a 400 and waiters. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do a sprint and waiters. Neoprene or breathable? Oh, well, neoprene. Just, I don't do that. anything I do is in a breathable anymore. Let's wait till it gets real cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have I, to be. And icy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Let's throw um, some hazards in. Oh, well. Hey, I'm just saying. That'd be fun. Well, I think we the, can do it. The hockey elbow Jot it down. and everything. Hayden. All right, good. Anyways, but coated cable, I mean, heyday... They brought to the the store shelves, I think, first, as far as I know. But then, um, brands like Rigger Might has a coated cable. Avery has a coated cable. Mm-hmm. Final Approach has a coated cable. Drake, even now, I believe has one. Drake has a coated mm-hmm. cable that we huh. offer. Yep. You know, and there's they're all a little bit different, but they serve the same purpose. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, Rigger Might has a lot of options for like sizing? sizing. Oh yeah. Everything from like seventy-eight inch, ten ounce to thirty-inch, three ounce. Yeah, you know if you're wanting to do a Texas rig. Now, some not all those are Dakota cable, but the Texas rig style. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, and that is that is the popular now. We're talking about Texas rigs being the most popular. There are some drawbacks or cons to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about in the office. Like ba- bags, bag wise, yeah. You just you got to have the right bag. Um, so if you got all slotted bags, and then you go buy, you want to switch all your decoys to Texas rigs, you're gonna have to buy new bags if you want to truly do it the correct way, the fastest way. I mean, yeah. what happens in a, in a slotted bag? And I still do it just just out of that's what I what I have is the weights on the Texas rigs that tend to get under all the slots that run around and get tangled up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're not keeping them all together, though, either. You know. Are you? I keep them all tied up at the you top. You still keep them all tied up? They're all okay. tied up at the mm-hmm. top, but the the, the rigs, since the swivels on the, the – the swivel swings freely, Yeah. the the weights just tend to mm-hmm. work their way down under the slots yeah. and tangle up with everybody else. And you kind of have to fight them when you get them out. Yeah. It's not like – just pull them out of the bag, like a like, like a wide mouth top. heavy hauler or FA wide mouth bag. Yeah. You can just drop them all in there at once and then pull them all out. Yeah, there's there's bags. You got the wide mouth heavy hauler, which is a super popular yeah. one. People do um, the tanker long hauler yeah. from you know just an open Rigger bag. Rigger got some great open top bags yep. that are, are ready for that. And then you tie the loop. Yeah, you know. And then set them down in flop there. decoys, though, and you want to run them in a slot, though. Like, I've yeah. been on the hunt with Chandler where you're trying to pull them out, and they're all spiderwebbed underneath all the slots, and yeah. you got to break out the headlamp and figure out what's tangled where. Yeah. Find find the one that's loose, get it out, and then go to the next one that's loose, and it's just like yeah. process elimination. It's a, yeah. It's kind of a yeah. pain in the butt. But so, if you're a. If you're a no bad guy or an open top bad guy. Yeah. Or, you know, um, I'll tell you what it has done is setting them and picking them up, though, is super quick. Yeah. yeah. Just pop them on the carabiner and drag them behind uh-huh. you. 
Yeah. You really, your hands aren't really getting as wet because all you're doing is clipping them onto the carabiner. You know, you're not sitting there in freezing water. Winding up keels. Winding up keels. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's fast. But there are some drawbacks. Just depends how you want to set your decoys. Do you have a boat? Are you walking in? Are you hunting a, you know, are you leaving your decoys out? Like if you're just leaving your spread out in like a flooded marsh with no wind hardly, like a Texas rig is awesome. And then you just, at the end of your hunt, you pick them up, hang them right in like your blind or something, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a great way to do it. A couple pro tips. Um, when you buy a dozen quick rigs or Texas rigs, you're going to get one carabiner. And sometimes it's hard to get 12 decoys to like just drop in a bag, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to have guys that like go in and like help it. But I what I've done in the past, and Derek's hunted with me when we've done this, is I, I bring two extra carabiners. I either buy them. Uh, off our website or whatever or they might be laying around from over the years and I break them up into like you know fours or sixes yeah. like if I only have two carabiners I'll do a two packs two pods of six on a carabiner and we just drop them in six at a time and it's faster to put in a decoy bag right and it also helps them not tangle as much in that decoy bag because yeah. if you put all 12 on a, on a carabiner drop it in a bag they're going to come back out but then you're going to have to yeah, untangle them a little bit before you go out. I think in early season too, that can make it a lot easier for putting them out too. Is you just grab, you know, a four pack bundle, toss them out all at once, as opposed to going individually and slinging them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like teal season stuff where you're throwing them yeah. out in groups. It's more manageable. Yeah. So, so Derek, you think you can explain the the Texas rig knot to anybody who doesn't know how that works? You know what I'm talking about? Huh. Well, after you're done with your decoys, Hayden, will you grab oh. that pile? That's there? not re- those are gang rigs, but no. But to do the, yeah, you can show it on that. Yeah, to do the we knot. do the we do the loop with the carabiner. Oh yeah, and it'll kind of work. We'll have Derek um, just do the loop on the. Thank you, bud. It'll at least be I know but these are gang rig drops. I know they're hammer around the gang back. ribs, oh. gang ribs, oh, ribs. Get you them, hungry, Pat? Get them baby backs. <laughs> I don't know if that's long enough. Nah, it'll work. We'll make it work. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, if you got them all in your carabiner up top, you got all your decoys hanging off on the bottom, you're just going to make a loop. Like one half hitch or like half loop kind of or And then loop. I'll usually pull the loop back up through, and you've already got your carabiner hanging up here, and you just rehook it to the loop there. It just takes up all the excess. So yeah, the, he pulls a he pulls a loop through like a slip knot kind of thing, and then he hooks the carabiner back to, back to the slip knot. So when you're ready to go, you just pop that slip or unhook the carabiner and pull that that loop out of the knot, and it's like a slip knot, and then you're ready to ready to go. We do it one more time, up a little higher. So you're just taking your loop, just come through. Of course, going to make it way too big now. Well, the like line will be a lot longer. Yeah. So, yeah, just a basic loop, and you're just going to pull the slack up through it for all your extra line. And like what we were saying earlier with the slotted bags, that helps out a lot with letting those weights get under it. And then all these would be connected to your carabiner, and you just take your carabiner and hook it back up to it. So it's just sitting there, and then whenever you're done, we're getting ready to go back out. You unhook the carabiner off the loop, let it drop back through, and they all fall flat. It also keeps them from getting all braided up and tangled. Nice. Yep. Awesome. 
I'll tell you what the carabiner is uh, the floating carabiners I like. <coughs> the so ones I'll, with the little foam float on them. Well, yeah, or you just add some. I don't know. You lose a carabiner little. out there, and now you're S O L picking up carabiners. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for decoy rigging. Yeah, I, I mean, there's just there's a lot of options you can. What, what does the weight look like on a rig and write Texas rig cable? Do they have like the diamond looking ones? So they got a few. I know they got like those. they do different ones. Yeah, they do yeah. a diamond one, and then they do like a mushroom or on the bigger sizes. Yeah, and then they do. Is it like um, a bank sinker look? It's one on the smaller? Like an egg weight style Okay. on the smaller. And I know that Lifetime or Heyday, they have mushroom and um, egg weight, depending oh, on which yeah. version. Depending on what weight they... Yeah. The light... Okay, I might be backwards. One of The lighter weights, I think the mushroom and the heavier is the bank sinker, mm. if I remember that correctly. Yeah. And then Final Approach has coated cable. They're a little bit different. They coat the weight. They coat an egg weight as well. That one I fell in love with pretty quick, like especially when you are slinging them, banging them around decoys or carrying them out in mm-hmm. bulk. That coated, yeah, that coated weight protects your decoys. It is nice. Because um, I've heard sometimes the mushroom weights are like rounded on top, but they kind of have a sharp edge around them, and they could kind of they dig in really dig into your plastic yeah. decoy. Um, but and then the final approach has a brown line. Rigam Wright has a black line, and then correct. And then Heyday has like a we stock like a brown red line. Mm-hmm. But they do have options to buy greens and yellows and all the other colors. Yeah. But we stock like a brown red line. Mm-hmm. And then Avery I think is black too. I don't know what yep. Drake's is. Avery's black. I think Drake's more of a brown. Yeah. But they're yeah. Final Can't approach remember. has like a yeah, has like a very gray brown line. Most of them are black. Yeah, I think Texas or or Heyday's got that red brown kind of look to it. So a little different, but coated cable, strong and it's very limp. All that stuff doesn't tangle up like six hundred pound mono would. Yeah, yeah. six hundred pound mono rigs. You know that you kind of have to fight with them a little bit. But show enough. Yep. We'll be all, uh, some people are already probably done, but done we, we haven't even started rigging for the year. <laughs> yeah. I have to go check everything, make sure, you know. Well, not as much to do now because we've switched everything to Texas rigs. Yeah. For what we do, that's most of everything we put out. Yeah. So at the end of the year, we hang them up. There's really nothing to do, but, you know, yeah. we'll double check it. And we'll have to make a few, you know, long ones just in case. We yeah. go out somewhere. A lot of guys will have two setups. You'll have your short rig, you know. Walk-in hunts, going walk to in hunts. Publix. Then you'll have your straight line, you know, wrap up each mm-hmm. one because you're out deeper. And Texas rigs really aren't going to work there. So yep. lots of options. No right or wrong way to do it as long as you're out there hunting, you know, having a good time. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Um, shoot. Now I'm full. I know I probably eat one more powdered mini donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking about finishing this glazed donut off. Um, I'm taking this bowl with me, and we're going to town. <laughs> yep. But yeah, uh, quite the bowl there. <laughs> shoot, check us out on all of our social media spots, and uh, yeah, subscribe we... and like our YouTube channel. Yep. Facebook, Instagram. Leave us a 
a rating on the podcast and, and yep. subscribe to the podcast and all that good stuff. Yep. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all these major podcast channels that you go listen to your podcast, all that good stuff. Yeah. And then if you got questions or something you want us to answer or anything, I mean, podcast at rogersportinggoods.com is the email. For so, sure. Appreciate it, Derek. Appreciate you guys having me on. That was a good one. I liked it. Until next time. Until the we'll Duck, see Olympic, you later. Duck Olympics. Duck Olympics. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>